Just Our Real Estate, episode number 113. All right, thank you for joining me here on Just Our Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I'm your host, and I am really, really happy that you chose to be here today with me. I've got a great show for you today, and I, before I get started, though, I want to make sure that I announce that my coaching program for the month of April is off and running. I'm still accepting applications, so if you haven't had a chance to get over to my website, please do so. You can find all the information you need to become one of my students and to apply at juststarrealestate.com forward slash coach. Again, that's juststarrealestate.com forward slash coach and everything that you need to know to be able to apply to be in my coaching program is right there for you. So go and check it out. If you have any questions, you can absolutely email me at mike at juststartrealestate.com and I'll be happy to answer your questions. Okay, let's dive into the show. All right, thank you for joining me on another Quick Point episode. Today, we're gonna talk about placing low offers and specifically what I'm gonna ask and in this episode, what I wanna discuss is what it means to place a low offer. Now, it can mean different things to different people, and how low your offer is can depend on many factors, and I'm going to help clear that up for you a little bit, and I'm going to clear up the whole uh, notion of low offers and hopefully try to wash away the stigma of the uh, dreaded you know, real estate investor just making crazy low offers willy-nilly, no thought process behind it, no strategy, no science because that's not, in fact, the case for a good real estate investor. So let's talk about it a little bit, and I want to make sure that you are not afraid to place low offers. And this is the exact advice that I've given a few of my students over the last few weeks because you know they're getting houses, they're getting leads from realtors and other places, and the asking price is just too high. Now, it could be a good deal if you could get it for the right price, but... Uh, the asking price is a little too high. So my, my advice to them and what I'm telling them is to go in and you know, you're going to have to place a much lower offer than what they're asking for. And if the house just went on the market a few days ago, you're never going to get the lower asking price, you know, or the lower offer that you're, that you're placing because the, the house hasn't been on the market long enough. And there's a lot of things that can go into why someone might take a low asking price. But one of those things is the fact that the house was on, you know, if it's on the market for a long time, if it's been on the market for six months, well, maybe the sellers are willing to listen to much lower offers than what they were, you know, initially hoping for. And sometimes it pay, it takes people a little bit of time to come to their senses and realize that, you know, their house maybe isn't worth exactly what they were hoping it was worth or what they thought it was worth. And a lot of times asking prices from sellers are based on emotion more than facts or reality. So sometimes it takes time to bring them around full circle so that they understand that they're not gonna probably get what they're asking. So when you place an offer, hopefully you're doing it based on some facts, okay? Facts like the ARV, the after repair value, or the rehab cost, or the, you know what you estimate the rehab cost will be what you estimate your holding costs will be based on the type of financing you're using, um, what your profit targets are, what, what kind of you know profits are you planning on making on your deals, and that has to get factored in. So the term, quote, low offer, 
unquote. I'm, I'm kind of doing the air quotes here. You can't see it because this is a podcast. But when I say low offer, I'm putting them in air quotes. It, it can be a little misleading, that term. I don't really like the stigma that it gets. And if you place offers based on facts and figures, the offer is not, in fact, low, but it's exactly what it has to be in order for a real estate investor to purchase it and make money. So as long as you're using facts to calculate your offer, it's not, in fact, low. It's just what it needs to be. So, you know, but on the flip side, some investors that I've known simply look at an asking price and then they cut it down by 50%, right? So if, if the asking price is $100,000, they just say 50000 they place an offer, right? I mean, it's not, it's safe maybe, it's kind of, you know, you're, you're making sure that you're not getting burned, but it's far from scientific and it doesn't necessarily give you an asking price that makes any sense. You know, it's hard to explain or defend your asking price if you're just arbitrarily cutting it down by 50, by 50% or more. So, you know, and the other thing you have to remember is real estate is kind of a, a local business. Now, unless you're just a, just a huge real estate investor that has, you know, offers being placed and you're buying houses all over the country or all over the world, most of us are not doing that. We're, we're placing offers in one specific town or, or specific county or area where we live, and eventually you can kind of get a bad reputation if you're just placing, you know, what might be referred to as garbage offers, right? Just, you know, you're, you're putting out, you know, 30 offers a week, and they're all just like half or 75% off of the asking price. Like, you're just wasting a lot of people's time. There's not really a lot of thought or science behind that. So you can sort of get a bad reputation. And, you know, the one thing that's very difficult to get rid of, especially in a local market, is a bad reputation. So you want to protect your reputation. And you do that by placing offers that mathematically makes sense and mathematically are logical and that you can explain and defend. And not that you have to defend your offer. You know, you can place an offer for anything you want. But if your realtor comes back and says, hey, you know, you're placing a lot of offers and they're pretty low, where you come up with these numbers? Well, you can, you could and should have already shared that with them. But if not, you can share it with them and tell them exactly how you're doing it. So I'm going to give you now an example of what some might call a lowball offer but I say it's an offer that makes perfect sense and it's very easy to explain. Now, I'm gonna throw these numbers out and I'm, I'm keeping them relatively simple, um, but still, because this is a podcast and you're listening to me, you know, you might get lost a little bit in the numbers. So you can check them out on the show notes. You can check out my example on the show notes. Go back and look at the math and see where I'm coming up with this. I'll do my best to explain it here for you so that it's pretty easy to grasp, but. Um, just, you know, if you want to go take a look at it, if, if you're a visual person and you want to see the numbers laid out, then you can do that. Go to juststartrealestate.com forward slash episode 113. So episode 113, and you can check this out. So here's my example. Let's say that there's an asking price of 134.5 or 134,500. And that's the asking price. You you look at the house, you run your numbers, or your realtor runs the numbers, and, and you come up with an after repair value of $160,000. So that's what you think you can sell this house for once it's properly renovated and, and you go through and do the whole rehab. You can sell it for $160,000, and they're asking $134,500. 
okay? So in this particular instance, we're gonna use just hypothetical numbers, but let's say the rehab on this house is gonna cost $30,000. That seems like a fair number for this price range and, and you know what I imagine a house like this may look like, but it's still, it's, it's a relatively arbitrary number, but let's just say it's $30,000. On a $160,000 house, realtor commissions will be around $9,600 when you sell. Also, when you sell, you're going to have taxes and you know other miscellaneous expenses, and we're going to calculate those at 5% of the uh, of the sale price, which would be, in this case, $8,000. And then you're going to plug in your desired profit. You want to make $20,000 on all your deals, so $20,000 is your target profit, which is probably fair for this house for $160,000 ARV or sell price. It might even be a little bit low, but let's plug 20,000 in there. So how do you get your offer price? Well, you take the ARV 160, 160,000 minus the rehab $30,000 minus the realtor commissions $9,600 minus the taxes and other miscellaneous selling expenses $8,000 minus your target profit of $20,000, and that leaves you with an asking price of $92,000, I'm sorry, $92,400, okay? $92,400 is much lower than the asking price of $134,500. It's approximately $40,000 lower than the asking price. But you arrived at your asking price using very sound logic. It's, it's just simple math. Although it may look like a low asking price, it's actually the right asking price for a real estate investor to be able to make money on this house. So this is the kind of thought process that oftentimes you'll have to educate your realtor on. To them, it may look like an extremely low asking price, but I'm sorry, extremely low offer. But if you explain the math behind it, you can make them understand where you're coming from. And it's critical that your realtor understands how you arrive at your asking prices so that they can send you leads that better suit you and your business needs. If they're unwilling or unable to understand how you arrive at your offers, you may have to find a new realtor. That's just the, the reality of it. Not all realtors understand what we do as investors and how exactly we need to place our offers in order to make money. So again, don't be afraid to place, quote, low offers. They're not low. They're, they're the right offer for us as investors always trust your numbers. I'm going to say that again, and I'm going to say it slowly. Always trust your numbers. Never let anyone talk you into bidding higher than you know you should bid. You're much better off walking away from a deal than to place an offer that's higher than the numbers dictate. The numbers won't lie. Don't get emotionally involved. Don't let yourself be talked into something other than what you know you need to do for your business. Okay, that's all I have for today. Go out there, play some offers. Okay, before we go, I'd like to ask if you are enjoying this podcast, if you're getting something out of it, if it's worth your time and you enjoy tuning into it every day, then I ask you to do me one favor. 
go to iTunes and place a rating and review. Be honest. Give me any rating and any review that you feel is fair and what you feel it deserves. But go there and place that rating and review. What that does is helps me tremendously get found in iTunes much more easily and I can reach more people. I would really appreciate it. And if you are enjoying this podcast, it's the one thing that I ask of you today. So please go there Give me a rating and review. Let me know what you think about the show. Okay, until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start.